the Studio Cuts Podcast with Taylor with WRRV. This is the Studio Cuts Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from 92.7, WRRV. And the Studio Cuts Podcast is where we interview artists that were featured on Sunday Studio Cuts, our new music show on WRRV. Today, we're hanging out with Alex, who is the frontman of Culture Wars. Their single, Leave Me Alone, has over 500,000 streams and is working its way up the charts. First off, good morning. It's early over in Australia, right? Yeah, it's early morning, but that's how my uh, sleep schedule is now. I'm, I'm a normal person, which is unfortunate. What's it like over there? Uh, it's like uh, 2019, uh, but with uh, less interesting news. That's, that's how I describe it. Are there any COVID restrictions? No, uh, unless there's an outbreak um, from somebody leaving quarantine hotel, then they kind of will lock things down for a second and test everybody and make sure everything's fine. But um, nothing I've directly experienced in the last three months. I mean, there are certain kind of lockdown stuff, but they haven't been over here. Um, And usually it's pretty quick and they just – you know, everybody just complies and gets tested and stays at home for like three, four days. And then they go, okay, no one else. Had, it didn't get to anybody else. And then they just call it a day. Is it weird to see the rest of the world has these crazy restrictions and where you are doesn't? Um, well, I, I've done both. Uh, you know, I've been in LA uh, during COVID and I've been here. So it's uh, it's totally different. But I think you, you see uh, what can happen when a, a community or a country, you know, work together to a common goal of uh, having normal life. So, you know, that's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty straightforward with everybody here, which is interesting. How did you end up in Australia after growing up in Texas? Uh, well, I'm only here uh, temporarily, um, but I'm just desperately trying to get uh, on the set as an extra for the new Thor movie right now. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty good reason to go over there. Yeah, they turned me down for uh, his body double, but that's fine. You're the front man of Culture Wars. How did you meet your bandmates? Uh, It it was a long process um, of just kind of, it started, you know, I don't know, six years ago where it was just like people getting in a room together to jam and then just inviting different people and cycling stuff in and out. Um, That's how I met David, uh, just friend of a friend randomly. Um, and that's kind of how it continued to just, it was over a long period of time. And then, um, there, we were in a band together, uh, before this, uh, and we, uh, just kind of decided that it was time to do something different. And with the first song written outside of that band was lies. And it was just kind of like, okay, well, let's just do this now. (laughs) So it was, it was kind of a natural progression. Um, you know, cause him and I really, grew up together doing this so it's just kind of where um where the next step was what made you decide on the name culture wars for the band it was actually totally random which is a way more boring story than, <laughs> um than it should be but it was we just had a we were going through names for what felt like six months i think it was four or three or something and we just had a list of random words from random things and i think uh I had a list of like 40 words or something. And, and one of them was uh, culture from culture club. And then one of them was uh, war from war on drugs. And there was a lot of other just random words, but that's, that's, I think where it came from. And then I just put them together um, randomly and, 
even though we've been not arguing, but talking about it for a while. Uh, as soon as I said that, Dave just went, yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So there's no super deep backstory. Yeah, it's totally random. Uh, it, it worked in the end, you know, but uh, that was just kind of, I guess, luck. The sound you have is incredibly unique in the best way possible. What are some of your influences? Um, you know, I have my own, uh, but the reason I think that it works is that uh, Dave and, and Dylan and I all have such drastically uh, different influences and we kind of meet in the middle on that. So, you know, I have my answer, but I think that the the interesting part is is how n- n- David, for example, would never say a single thing on my list. You know, like, I mean, maybe, maybe one, but it's it's so drastically different. So I... You know, I enjoy like uh, like New Order was like a big deal. I enjoy Division, obviously, but um, you know, f- for me and um, you know, U two, I think has been around for us for a while. And uh, I mean, there's just so many different things. Uh, Kings of Leon. I mean, I like the 1975. Uh, I mean, what am I? Oasis. What am I listening to now? I don't know. I mean, we're always just listening to different things and trying out different things. And I think especially now as we start to put out the new music, people are realizing or will realize how uh, varied everything that we're doing is because it's just the music that we want to hear. But yeah. What was the inspiration for the single leave me alone? Uh, Musically, you'll have to ask Dylan, Um, (laughs) but uh, vocally, I mean, to be completely honest, I was just, I was, when we we were trying to come up with something and I was, uh, I, I don't remember doing it, um, but it came out of my mouth and uh, the chorus and uh, our buddy Charles was like, that sounds cool. And I'm like, what, what sounds cool? <laughs> and so and then they played it back for me. I'm like, ah, okay, that does sound cool. You know, um, which is kind of, unfortunately, the story about a lot of things. It's like, how did it happen? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to ask uh we would do a drunk recall or something. We'll see. <laughs> we'll do a drunk studio cuts podcast interview. Yeah, it's not nine in the morning and I, you know, I'm in for it. Leave Me Alone is coming up the alt charts fast. How does it feel to have this success right now? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, it's fast. So I, I'm just like, okay, cool. Every time somebody tells me something, hey, you know, like, like this week, hey, we're at 33 this week. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go back to bed now. It's four in the morning. <laughs> but, you know, no, it's it's nice. And obviously, you know, we've been, uh, Dave and I especially have been doing this for a long time. And um, to have any kind of recognition or success is always, you know, uh, not life affirming, but something something to that point, you know. Uh, so it's, it's great. You know, I think uh, it, it's going to be nice to eventually uh, physically be able to see it you know and play shows and do all that kind of stuff but in the meantime i i enjoy uh uh, doing all this from home so (laughs) can you tell us about the music video for leave me alone was it filmed pre-pandemic what was it like yeah that specifically was during the pandemic um all of the um all of the visualizer stuff that we shot on super eight uh which is the other video stuff was all done like last week of february (laughs) <laughs> in, in las vegas so you know it was kind of uh you know uh yeah that was a whole different thing but with, with uh but with the video for this yeah it was done during the pandemic we we were obviously trying to figure out a way to do a video we knew that with everything going on um 
with the song and and wanting to put it out and the bill and ted stuff happening all at the same time we're like well we really need a video but how and you know how do we do this and so we went through a lot of conversations with our director uh robo robo shobo and um it was originally supposed to be we were talking he had this idea of how to shoot a video essentially where you know we were all the people in the video and i you know i we all really liked that idea for a lot of reasons, especially COVID reasons. But um, we then kind of talked about putting it into a casino. And so we then went through this, what felt like three months. I can't remember how long it actually took, but process of trying to get a casino to let us film there during COVID. Now, most of them are closed. Mm-hmm. What we didn't, re- what we didn't realize is they didn't want to, they didn't want to open the doors while it was closed because they technically didn't have a license to be open right now. So their whole thing was like, we don't want to get in trouble for being open when we're not supposed to be, even if it's a private shoot. And California had, even for California casinos, they'd revoked uh, film licenses for all these places. So we went through this whole thing of trying to find, uh, well, maybe if we shot it in overnights at a casino that was 10% capacity and we had, you know, all these crazy things. And we, we, we went through, I mean, I could go on for like an hour about it, but we went through all these crazy things and eventually we landed on, all right, let's just build it because we had like our 10th casino back out uh, after confirming. <laughs> and uh, we're like, all right, let's just build it. So we, we uh, did it in the lobby of a theater in LA Um and we had a crew of about 20 people. Everybody had been tested within that, within that 24 hour or 48 hour, I think span, uh, masks, distanced everything. Um, you know, it was, uh, people in, in masks and then the makeup people in, in what I consider to be full hazmat, you know? Um, but, uh, it, it was, it was, it was interesting. And you know, you do the, the crews where like, uh, the lighting crew comes in, sets up lighting, then they leave. Then the, you know, the, the, the camera crew comes in and sets up and then that, you know, it's just kind of, you do it in shifts so that not everybody needs to be in the same space at the same time. Um, even though everyone's been tested. <laughs> <laughs> Should we expect an album or an EP this year? Right now we're uh, what I call slow dripping the EP. Um, <laughs> so there's, uh, there's two more songs left from that uh, that are not yet released. Uh, we just put out uh, a new one called tech Um which is like the, the EP title track, so to speak. Uh, and then, you know, just because of the pandemic and having nothing to do, we kind of essentially wrote the entirety of whatever's coming next. So we're now finalizing writing before we do any production or recording um, for the next thing after this. But right now it's, it's, uh, it's this EP, um, which we're, you know, we're honestly just playing it by ear and, and taking it a step at a time and, and releasing songs when the time's right, you know, um, because everything's digital. So, you know, you can kind of do anything on a, on a dime if you need to. You've done some touring before. Are there any plans for shows this year? No, not unless it's here in Sydney. I mean, there's, okay. there's festivals going on next month. So, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so, you know, maybe if it's here, but of course the guys would have to, you know, sit quarantine and, and what have you, um, which I did. It's, which is interesting, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, probably not, not, not in the United States, if anything, I, I highly doubt it. I saw you're into Westworld on HBO. What did you think of the most recent season? Oh yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, I definitely like that show. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I liked it in general. I'm, I'm trying to remember 
how it ended to be completely honest. Cause I watched it so long ago, but I definitely like that show. Um, I need to watch the original. Um, but yeah, and I obviously love the music and everything that's going on in there. And that's why I started pivoting and watching uh watchman because Trent Reznor and Atticus did all the music for that one. So I was interested to see all that. And I've got the, that's my, that's my plan tonight is I'm going to watch this, the, the finale of, of, uh, of Watchmen, which I haven't gotten to yet. All right. My last question for you, if someone were to come to your city, whether it's in Australia or in Texas, what is the one thing they need to do? Well, I guess I'll pivot it to, to Austin. Cause that's really where we're all from. Um, one thing that I, I mean, I love uh, barbecue uh, over there. There's a lot of different barbecue places that are completely different. Um, I, I wouldn't go stand in line for four hours for uh, for Franklin's because there's no amount of food or quality of food that's worth standing outside at seven in the morning. But uh, you know, I well, you can't really go wrong. Yeah, I would, I would go with some barbecue stuff. I like the kind of uh, well. I really like Lambert's for some reason, and which is not everybody's answer, but I think it's also because it used to be down the street from where I lived. Um, you know, Austin's really great for, for food, um, you know, music. Uh, I don't know, but, <laughs> but, but food, sure. You know, there's a lot of great food. Uchi. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. Uh, and I feel like a tour guide now, but it's good. Uh, Loro is the dude from Franklin and the dude from Uchi making their own restaurant. And they have a, a, like a brisket that that's made specific. That, that one's pretty interesting. It's not typical, but it's good. <laughs> well, different, but good. Sounds great to me. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for hanging out with me and the Studio Cuts podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Make sure to check out Culture Wars and their single, Leave Me Alone, as we wait for their album to drop. And don't forget to catch Sunday Studio Cuts, a new music show featuring all of the up-and-coming alternative music hosted by me every Sunday at 10 p.m. on 92.7-96.9 WRRV. Join us next week as we interview another up-and-coming alternative artist on the Studio Cuts podcast.